0: episode this is pretty interesting we're actually keeping somewhat of a schedule and it's going to be for a weekend so it's going to be listening material for all of you wonderful people that are going to do some kind of rc whether it's drag racing facebook complaining um what where else should i go with that i don't know but anyway you're listening to the mvm podcast i'm your host matt and i'm joined of course by yeti and we're gonna have a couple on. guests on tonight So I'm looking forward to that. We're going to talk to Rob and uh, Charles, or Chuck, from uh, Sudbury. They both uh, attended the Canadian Nationals, what was it, last weekend? Already? Yeah? Yep. You guys can say yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's okay to say yeah. I can see you bobbling (laughs) your head, but sometimes I actually don't look at the screen yet. I was just just the guy talking about how nice it is to have cameras to look at the people you're talking to. And here I'm staring at the corner of a room that I'm sitting in. I don't know why I'm doing that. But anyway... Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the Canadian Nationals that uh, Rob and Chuck just uh, attended and how it went for them. And of course, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in Facebook land and races coming up, um, etc And, uh, yeah, just see what everybody's been up to. Me, I won't, I won't lie, I haven't been doing much of anything except for watching a whole lot of Facebook videos. Um, oh, yeah, I got an appearance coming up next week. That's going to kind of be really cool. I'm honored to do that. Um, I keep forgetting about it. Yet last night I was trying to watch, you know, I, I I kind of forgot Mark was on last night. I won't lie, and I grab my phone to check a few things, and I see that it's live, so I click it. I put a Bluetooth headphone in while I'm trying to watch Maverick, Top Gun, and I I I'm sorry, you got about 20 minutes out of me, and I I, I went back to my movie. It was good. <laughs> I apologize. Movie. It's
1: a good movie right was I, amazing though man if you get a chance to go back and watch it a lot of yeah, good information
0: watch it. oh yeah watch like it. i wa i i think probably i listened to it a little bit more than 20 minutes but you know what i mean like between the two of it it was just man there was a lot of great info so you guys aren't wrong because yeah. uh, that's part of the reason why i wanted to hear it right is just kind of know what was talked about and everything like that and i'm definitely gonna go back and re-listen to it because i got a weekend of spending in my basement so far so i know i'll awesome. have time to do that
1: yeah but uh what have you been up to, Eddie? I've been testing as much as I can down in front of my house for 66 foot. They finally got the asphalt all done, and it's actually not oily down now. It's actually decent. Mm. I've been running out there, trying some different stuff from uh, McLaren. That's going to be coming out sooner than later, and it made a big difference for uh, for my setup, so I'm pretty happy about that. But always trying to get better and quicker and faster, and they've hit on something that's been working pretty good. So oh, That's nice exciting. To get it, it coming. So, yeah, man.
0: My four pole yeah, motors should okay, show up next are week. Four be here on Monday. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> on Monday.
0: Mine, mine shipped, so I'm just patiently waiting for Joel to say, "Hey, you've got stuff here, come get it."
1: I can't wait. Yeah, pretty good having that uh, that little bit of shipping. It's a little bit cheaper to all to the states there. right? Eh? Well, it is. It's just it's the time
0: more than yeah, anything. Like really the car, co- right. you know what? Like, in all honesty. Usually, I end up paying the duty because, you know, I clean the stuff as I I bring it home. So, I don't really save that. It's the time. And that's what I explain to them when I bring it back. It's like the time. You guys are going to hold on to a package sometimes for three weeks for nothing just because you were bored. You couldn't figure out it's an electric motor. I'm not trying to be rude or ignorant. I know you have a job to do, but are you friggin' serious? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? So, I feel for you guys. I really do. It, it, it if there was something i could do to fix it and help you guys more i would you know what i mean like i know a few things here and there i help you guys out with to get it to you yeah. a little faster but it's it's what a challenge man and that's actually kind of you know it's funny you bring that up because i had posted i haven't checked it actually since yesterday but i had posted to see if there were any like questions anybody had and of course uh ok he's always got questions right so, thank you, OKO, for asking questions because without you, we wouldn't have any to answer. And while well, that wouldn't just make for marriage content, now would it? So, uh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> so, let's see here. His question is uh, Hey, it's OKO. Yeah, thank you. Can you not pop up things, Facebook, so I can read? Hey, it's OKO, and I want to know what you think are the biggest differences between race- RC racing in the USA and can- uh, Canadian. <laughs> no prep <laughs> yeah, and close. other types, please discuss. Um, huh. <laughs> The cost is huge. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit, because of where I'm at, uh, lo- local-wise, I tend to not see or do too much. I know there is definitely off-road racing in that down in southern Ontario. I think there's a couple of places. Um, but for you guys, you're a little bit closer to kind of everything for that. So we also,
1: we also have the amazing uh, Minisie that Chuck puts on all winter, too, so... Yeah, man, once that's the, going we'll to come to your A lot of stuff gets uh, cut down on
2: us so. Yeah, we were supposed to start that back up in November Actually, uh, one of our local guys, Don Blanchet Found us a spot there that's even bigger than last year So that's, oh, that's fantastic, for sure. man, that's awesome
0: So you're trying to tell By me I'm going to have to get a Mini-Z And come down there and race with you guys?
2: The only you thing should. is it's during the week
0: It's during the week?
2: Yeah, that's the only downfall is a lot of people out of town can't really make it for a Wednesday night kind of deal.
0: Well, my wife occasionally has to work out of town. I might just have to take a couple days off work and go with her out of town. (laughs) Shoot. For sure. Sounds like such a terrible thing to have to do. What what, what can I say? It's a rough Um,
1: one. It's a rough one.
2: My opinion on the difference in racing from the States to Canada is just the amount of people that do it. Like, we have lots of people, let's say, in Ontario that drag race, but because Ontario is so big, you know, like, we have to travel five, six hours like we did last weekend, and the turnout was only 20 guys, you know? So that's one thing that's a little different compared to the States. So sometimes the regular guys just doing their their club racing in any of the small clubs in the, the States, they get 40, 50 guys on a Saturday night kind of deal.
0: Yeah, well, you're definitely going to be faced with that. I think for for us in in this area, what's curious is where were a lot of the more local guys. Because you would think that them having a denser population, they would have yeah. more local support. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, because that's the thing. That's local support. That's that's you know what I mean. So when you go to a race that's put on where you where you guys went, you would expect to see at least like twenty five, thirty people just locally show up for that kind of deal. And then you might get, you know, 15, 20 from out of town if you're if you're lucky. Um, but, again, that, that location to, uh, isn't terrible. Like, that was even no. kind of accessible to, to, to a lot of U.S. racers, being able to get there not too terribly, difficultly, right? So.
1: Yeah, there, there was a lot of struggles this year in Ontario for no prep racing, too. A lot of things happened over the winter and kind of followed along as part of the spring. So I think next year we'll see a lot more racers out. A little bit better yeah, that term, think definitely uh, yeah, affected. A lot of out and everything. So go ahead, Rob. Sorry, buddy.
3: Sorry. No, I was just gonna say that I think that definitely affected the turnout.
1: Oh yeah, for yeah. sure.
3: Because you know, going around talking to people, there was kind of kind of a sediment that they were they weren't sure how to feel about everything that took place, and they're kind of uh, a lot of guys stayed away because they were just kind of watching to see how things went. I think the positive atmosphere and generally how it went may lend to more people coming out to future events.
0: Well, I, I heard him. His internet don't like him right now. Yeah, that's what I that's what I like to say. You know what you can try, okay. Rob? Is you can try right. and kill your video to save some bandwidth. Internet, I okay. love the internet. It's you know it's a wonderful thing. It allows us to all get together and do this kind of thing. But the one time <laughs> when you want it to work like it does every other time when you're not doing anything important, why why? <laughs> Let's not do that. That's that's life though. That's just hey, you guys know what that's about. You go out there and test. Wow. Car runs great. You go out there the next night, do some friggin' graduation with your buddies, and your car suddenly is going all squirrely, and you look at it and go, I just took you home and put you down. What the fuck? I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't I didn't. do anything to you. I could crash you, and I can expect this, but why, why now? What? Why?
1: <laughs> no, what, what Rob Get was saying there. there is that uh, a lot of stuff had changed down there. A lot of, Like I said, a lot of problems that were kind of going through and strained out, so a lot more happy people were down there. They going to spread a lot more, and we had more people out
0: yeah i think they just kind of had to some people had to witness that it would be uh, a good a good experience i suppose
1: yeah i, I have know. never had a bad experience at a race yet in town or out of town in the states and like that it's always been amazing well there's Too been unfortunate events have that have
0: happened for us but nothing like to turn yeah. you, you know what i mean nothing nothing to turn you off from wanting to go race and hang out with people
1: i don't think anyway. no not at, all. not at all complete opposite actually yeah yeah, I think... Uh, am
3: I still uh, lagging, or is am I okay now?
1: A little bit better, man. A little, a
3: little bit, bit better. better. Okay.
0: Um, But I guess maybe since we're going kind of down that whole thing, and we 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 talked a little bit about, like, turnout there before we talk completely and review it, I guess we can maybe discuss a little bit what's went on the last week on, on Facebook now. There was a dust-up between Jay and Mark, and I think they were supposed to race, but now they're not racing. I missed a bunch of it, I won't lie. Like, I've seen a little bit of the... The back and forth and I looked at it as like just kind of like oh they're you know kind of putting on a show but I think maybe words were taken too seriously at some point and things got a little yeah. confused and yeah what? so what, what was your Mark, guys Mark view on that deal it.
1: Mark discussed it last night there he just got to the point where it was kind of got away from being fun got a little bit too serious and uh, what, what Mark was saying is that he wants to race somebody and wants to be fun for both of them and that they both have a positive experience and he thought that some words got minced a little bit, and he said he still loves Jay, and when they get together, they're going to hug like he, like Jay always does, and they'll talk it out, and hopefully get a race going again, but I think it's one of those Facebook things again, where people were just going back and forth, and one thing was taken the wrong way, and a bunch of other guys and the mob mentality started to happen, and it just got too far out of hand, so they called it off, and I think it's a smart thing to do, and like I said, once they talk in person, which is pretty much Mark said, once they talk in person, they'll go straight back out, and they'll do it again, so... You well, guys good. are amazingly good racers. They're super gentlemen when you talk to them in person or online if you message them. So they have oh, the same absolutely. mentality for this racing stuff, and they want to keep everybody happy and moving forward. So I can't see it being too much of an issue for too long, but right now it's got a little heated, and they want to hold off on it. I think it's great. So
3: I like what he said about how when you line up with someone, it's an, it's an honor to race them. And if there's bad blood between them, it changes the whole dynamic of the
1: enjoyment of even the race for him yeah for sure yeah definitely like you said like, like like he was saying it's it's a whole a whole thing time stand still you're it's just you and that person at that point right so if it's not a good experience then it just it's not fun and the whole point of this whole thing is to be fun right
0: yeah <laughs> like <laughs> yeah sure we might win a ton of money and some bragging rights but i'm i'm there to have fun with my friends and yeah. Any anyway, when when people start effing with my fun, that's when I that's when I do get upset. I, I, I genuinely do when people get shitty. I kind of turned into a shitty person because it's like no, no no now you're now you're effing up my fun. I don't mind how much money this this hobby costs me. I don't care how much I'm gonna have to spend on multiple speed controls motor. I don't care. Uh, I'm here to have a good time. If you ruin my good time now, I'm gonna get pissed off. Let's, yeah, exactly. And and
1: so yeah, I just try to avoid that at all costs.
0: <laughs> Hi, guy
1: <laughs> that's why I'm, uh, well, like I said, it, yeah. at, at the races and stuff, you don't always see that too much. No, so and that's what bad. I mean. Just, I, just I've,
0: I've never seen a dust up. Like, no, you're wrong. You hear echoes of, you know, words being exchanged between people that don't get along to begin with, but that's yeah. because they're, they're the, the person that initiates it is a man child. And <laughs> I don't care who you are. And if you think I'm talking about you, then you're guilty of doing it. So shame on you grow up, dude, you're an adult. You're playing with toy cars. Yeah. You're trying to win money. So is the guy that you don't like. Just avoid them. Like hello. That's it. I know weird. Exactly. Weird. I know it's the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> Just avoid the guy <laughs> you don't like. Holy hell, but um but yeah, you know what I mean? Like I get it. You know some people like to kind of be bravado and you know kind of run their 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 keyboards and and you know, I like the shirt that they're coming out with, uh, run your car not your mouth. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't think it should be that though. I think it should be run your car not your keyboard. Yeah, yeah this is true just this just saying true. you know what yeah, i mean like i may not be super fast yet you know what i mean like i know i got a bracket car my car goes two o, but i'm going to these big races to learn more you, you know what i mean and and you don't see me post on facebook i'm not you know i'll I'll try and provide as much feedback for people as i can and i learn things even from the things that i suggest when they say well what about this or that and you know so i, I don't know
3: yeah <laughs> You guys would be the Lindsay May and Frank Ulbrick of that 2.0 index class. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> hey, I got that shit on lock. Oh,
0: no, here comes Matt. I'm fucked. He's going to run a 200 dead tits flat. Son of a bitch. Hey, man, uh, it's I didn't call the car the Maverick 2.0. I, I, di- I, I didn't do that. That was on CJC, man. It just, I managed to make it a 2.0 bracket car. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like maybe it need to live up to the name. Definitely not displacement, although maybe. Maybe it's a little maybe. two liter. Close. Yeah, a little two. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're running a two pole in it. That's why. Oh, there you go. Two pole. Oh,
0: oh, oh. Uh, Chad, Chad, I know you probably won't hear this, but if you do, we need a Maverick 4.0 for the four pole motors. I don't know if you really need to change anything. You probably just change the two to a four and call it good, but maybe add three more <laughs> holes to it. Problem solved.
2: Make the chassis about an inch wider so it doesn't flex as much, and you're good to go.
1: That's it. That's that's gonna be a big thing with a lot of new chassis coming out. Um, everybody's going wider and cutting some stuff off their other ones too. It's kind of funny to see. So
0: I think I'm just gonna go back to an aluminum chassis and say piss on all this friggin' carbon fiber bouncy shit. And my car's just gonna yeah. be fat.
3: What light. What
1: about the, problem the with that everyone
2: really likes? So you missed that last night, then Matt, because. Uh, Mark was talking there. His his car he's working on is super light.
0: Yeah, well, he had that one car that was like 1,500 grams. That was ridiculous. No, but he's
2: working on something else right now. And I don't know if you, you heard it, Yeti, but uh, his 66-foot time is amazing.
1: Yeah, 0.8. That's a little
2: faster. Yeah, 70-mile-an-hour and 66 feet, too. Yeah.
1: I'm not quite that quick. My my, my uh, ET's coming down my 66. Not quite that fast, yeah. Woof. But... See, yeah.
2: I have had all this crap luck with these four poles that now I'm just waiting for this McLaren motor to show up because I don't want to buy another four pole.
0: Yeah, no hear that. Well, since you brought it up,
2: let's
0: hang on, hang on, let's let's just talk about the benefits of the McLaren four pole and why some of us myself is oh, <laughs> yeah. waited so long for it. Uh the biggest thing is is uh, well I shouldn't say the biggest thing. One of the big features is adjustable can timing because we know how big of a role that plays in actually getting these things to sing
1: 100 percent.
0: the next one is which i'm, I'm i wasn't 100 percent sure if we were going to get it or not because we weren't even as as close team drivers given a lot of information about the four poles but it looks like they're going to be stainless steel sleeved um, so yeah. that means we can try to be a little bit more rowdy with our tunes and rpm i guess I don't know if that's yeah, a great go, suggestion, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the castles with the carbon the fiber, fiber wrap can only go to 65. We can go to 71. so
0: That's significant. That's
1: one nice thing with that. Yeah.
0: Until you blow it a spur is. gear, and then it's going to be really significant. i running 32
1: pitch.
2: <laughs> but maybe it'll hold... The, the rotor will hold when you blow a spur gear. If you're not right into that Yeah, if you're actually
0: getting out of it, even if it revs up, that it won't just cook it.
1: You might have a chance who knows that's it and yeah. and they're sexy as hell yeah i'm not to gonna lie that. they're
0: purdy they're real purdy they're
1: nice they're nice looking
0: i think i'm gonna spoil one of mine put some ceramic bearings and you know those fancy things in it i don't know why i, I like i'm not usually a guy that gets into all that but why not at this point
1: yeah well i know i know mcclan was talking well i was talking calling over at uh wisconsin there they're coming up with some additives and Things to change with it too, as you're going forward, and bearings and such. I can't get into too much of it because I'm not allowed to. But so there's yeah. Don't some, get us into any, any kind of trouble. On. We'll stop yeah, being yeah. told things. Yeah, yeah. This is it. No, no. I was I was told I can let people know that stuff is coming. So don't pull a. It'll tin. be nice for uh, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do that? But yeah, I know. They're they're gonna be amazing motors. It's it's nice to see everybody getting their motors all at once. R one Trinity. Everybody's all getting them all at once. So it's gonna be a nice playing field. It's gonna be cool to see in Ohio. Oh, yeah, because you're getting ready
0: to. And we'll get to that closer to the end of the show. We're going to talk about where Yeti, uh, Chuck, and Rob may or may not be going, uh, what their plans are for the next couple of weeks. Um, But we'll get to that closer to the end of the show. Just to let anybody know that was curious as to what interview of uh, Mark Vines that we're talking about on WebRC, if you didn't know, WebRC videos, they're hosting a uh, series of uh, NPRC legends. Uh, Mark Vine was the first up on the docket and that's where you can find it on the WebRC videos page um, it's it's worth listening to absolutely um, like I said I got parts of it I did hear bits and pieces and um, these guys listened to the whole thing so worth checking out lots of valuable information I'm not going to lie you're going to want to hear mine but there ain't going to be a lot of valuable information to take away from it you're just going <laughs> to get a lot of my opinions and honesty um, so check it out if you want to hear my honest opinion about a lot of things um, or run the other way if you think I shouldn't be flapping my lips. Or send me a message and tell me don't. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go on it either way. Um, but at least I'll take, you know, your, your information, uh, you know, kind of to heart, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I that would be a good one. <laughs> Moving along. So let's get into the Canadian Nationals. Um, of course, that's why we have Chuck. And I know he might have to go and run away to work here. And Rob. So we'll kind of we'll let both of these guys obviously talk about it because they were there at the same time. Uh, but uh, no offense, Rob. We'll give Chuck a little bit more priority, only because if he has to jet, then he has, you know, he got a little bit of his uh, his recap in there. So I'll uh, let kind of Chuck yep. take it away there. How did, uh, who to the what to the where, and how how did yep. things go before you ended up going?
2: So it was held in Niagara-on-the-Lake. So it's just a little town just outside of Niagara Falls, Ontario, just on the border of the states. Um, Pretty much a month and a half ago when they uh, announced it, uh, like, mentioned it to the local guys hey anyone can join and rob's like ah yeah i think i can so me and rob we actually jumped in the truck saturday morning at uh i think i picked up rob at 6 a.m so i was up at like 5 and uh we headed down to niagara battled this crazy traffic everywhere it was insane (laughs) anyways so we uh saturday was just practice all day because they were expecting us to uh get it all done in one day uh, Sunday so we did some practicing and the weeks prior to that me and Rob had been out pretty much testing day in and day out uh, I had tons of bad luck with the four poles so I decided to go with old trusty three three turn once I got down there that's what I did when some,
0: we went to Wisconsin
2: well I uh, I did a couple passes on my four pole Holmes hobby motor mm-hmm. and it would still cog off the line. And there's, like, I at first I thought it was my speed controller. So I swapped out speed controllers and it's doing the same thing. I did a bunch of different tunes to try and see if I could stop it from cogging. It's never stopped. So I said, before I blow something up, I'm just going to go back to old trusty three-turn McLaren motor and just send it. Then uh, I got three, four passes and uh, my car was running constantly in the two teens. So, like, Two point one, two point fifteen. It was, it was, and the road was grippy, but nothing like Ohio grippy. Like <laughs> the, I, I've never been to a place like that one. Anyways, so uh, Saturday goes comes around, and uh, we go till our eyeballs fall out. Pretty much, it's starting to get dark, and I'm telling Rob, okay, we got to start packing the tent because we still have to drive back to Hamilton, stay in Hamilton, because for some reason Niagara Falls doesn't let you rent a hotel room for one night on weekends in the summer because it's a tourist place they want to rent it to you for friday and saturday night at a cost of like four hundred dollars
1: well that's what so kinda... we decided,
2: yeah so we decided you know what we'll stay in hamilton for a quarter of the price for the one night and uh, we'll we'll do the 25 30 minute drive
0: that's not the end well, of the that world would... that you know that ends up happening more often than not any race that i end up going to so like the... Usually, you're 25, 30 minutes from the track, no matter where you yeah. stay, unless you want to spend a ton of money to stay at the hotel that's usually really close. And
2: usually- The thing is, it was a 25, 30-minute drive when there was a- traffic.
0: <laughs> so-
2: Even at 9.30 at night, it took us almost an hour and a half to get back to our hotel in Hamilton.
1: Oh, my. Yeah, was driving down in Southern Ontario, eh? Yeah, it was,
2: it was nuts, especially because I guess it's tourist season and a lot of people are going down to niagara falls and whatnot um so yeah um sunday morning comes along we're like okay well we got to leave early because we're going to be stuck in traffic and then sunday morning there was no traffic we get there in 20 minutes so we're all (laughs) set up by eight o'clock uh we were supposed to start um racing around 11 but uh the guys, the local guys, said, well, "Well, we'll we'll wait a little longer, see if any more local guys show up and whatever." So we were about, uh, I think we were about 20 guys that showed up for this race. Um, so they opened up practice. We were practicing. Car was running great. Uh, was making passes. A lot of people were having a hard time making passes in the left lane. So they actually kept the right lane closed at the start of the practice to try and get more prep down on the left lane to try and get the traction up. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't seem to have that many problems, but I wasn't going as fast as some of the local guys. Some of the local guys were, were, were pushing pretty hard and uh I don't know you guys you guys know Chuck Taylor, our Canadian traveler, I call him. Yes, sir. Yeah. He's been to more American races than anyone else I know, like except for you, you two guys, because you two guys have been to most of the big ones, but he's been all over the place. Oh yeah, he's been to a ton I- of
0: them. Chuck goes to all of them.
2: Yeah, it's awesome because at least we we get one guy that we can cheer for anytime there's a big race and there's some live coverage. Anyways,
1: that's it. So,
2: Chuck was putting down some pretty good passes too in practice, and uh, he had his car figured out. So um, practice is almost done, and they're about to do the first chip draw for ladder racing. And so, uh, this spot where they're racing, it's it's a side street. It's blocked off to the public with the Jersey barriers, but um, the Jersey barriers kind of pushed out of the way so you can still drive around it and drive in with vehicles. And for some reason, as soon as there's 10, 15 pop-up tents at the end of a dead end street, people have to come and check it out kind of deal, right? And so this one guy with this red Dodge dually pickup truck decides he's gonna come and check it out. And he sees that there's a track set up in the middle of this road. So instead of, like, backing up 50 feet and turning around, he, he turns around and reverses right over top the finish line sensors and destroys them. So now the race is supposed to start in, like, half an hour. Oh we can't start goodness. because now we don't have a finish line to tell us. So the, their timing system down there does not give you times. It just gives you who wins.
0: Win-lose, Which yeah.
2: what I, lo- I love it that way because you don't That's know what the guy behind you ran. So you don't know if you need to put more power, if you're going to race him again or whatever. So anyways, now we don't have a finish line. But so they jerry-rigged the starting line so we could still get the lights to work. So there's still the stage beam, still the start start light. And if you red light, you get at least that. And then we had to set up a camera at the finish line with a guy watching to call the races because uh, at this point, there was no fixing the timing system. We tried fixing it and it just didn't work. But yeah, it kind of unfortunate for that. Uh, but then we went picked our chip draws so they did a double bracket so you could enter two cars so right. there was a ladder well i called it a and b but i think they called it ladder one and ladder two so anyways so we entered both cars um i pick um this chris guy chris k in ladder one and sure enough Ladder two, I picked the same guy again.
0: Oh, come on. (laughs) Uh, So I
2: get get to race the same guy twice in both ladders. Now, Chris had a pretty fast car, and like it would have, it's, 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 it was a close car, close race when we were practicing. Like like I was watching him go, his car was quick and everything. And uh, so we go up first ladder, first race. Uh, I believe he was in the left lane, I was in the right or maybe it was vice versa because I know we swapped when we did the second one because we raced each other like we might as well swap Um, first race I think he added way too much power he just spun off the line so I won that one so I moved on to second bracket for that race and then once we raced ladder two um, it was actually a really good race I think I only got him maybe by a car or two at the finish line and it was very very fast race Uh, he caught me off the line so I was able to like catch up but just barely um, there was some really good racing all day, so then we went to round two. In round two, I raced uh, Chris Pace, the uh, the guy that was running the races. And isn't Chris's isn't, it, isn't it
0: crispy pacey?
2: Right now, but it's, <laughs> yeah. so, I know, I know. That's
0: why I'm. That's why I had to say it. So <laughs> that's what you get for changing your Facebook name. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah, and he's stuck with it for a while, I guess. Uh, so anyways, he he was uh, having a hard time uh, getting this car down the track. He has a very fast car. It is it is a very fast car. He ended up actually winning the whole thing. Um, he got it figured out after the buybacks. but um, So he bought back, and he was racing against me in round two. But uh, he just didn't – like he had a brand-new set of tires, and the tires just – you know, you, ha- you have to break them in. you got to go at least three, four, maybe five passes before they accept the prep properly and they work. Well, that was his problem. His He he, he spun out, and I just got the win on that one. So I advanced to uh, round three in that bracket. Um, So the second ladder, I picked uh, Tim Burke, which is a CJC driver. He yep. had a fast car, and uh, we lined up. He just had a little bit more than I did. So uh, he took me, but it was a great race. We had a great, great start. He just got me off the line. I just didn't have enough to catch up by the end. So I only had one entry left. So we go to round three. And who do I pick? Uh, Who do I have to face? I have to face Tim Burke again. (laughs) So I only raced three different drivers that whole race. So anyway, Tim beat me. But I actually won that race. I just clipped the finish line cone and it was uh, infraction. So he actually got got the win on that. So that's how my racing went on the day. And then I just focused on trying to make a hero pass on the GNS Hero. They had a second event where it was $5 to get in on top of the entry fee. You only get one shot. Everyone has to run the same GNSS in I, their car. I honestly
0: car. love that. <laughs> I, I wish it, more races would do something like that, honestly.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. It,
2: it was fun, but, like, if it was a big turnout where there was, like, 50, 60 guys, it would have took a couple hours just to do that. It's it's great for local clubs, though. If, like, you have a local club and you, you want a little extra something just to see who can put that one hero pass in to see if how who's the fastest on that GNSS, it was a blast because everyone was like cheering on after someone would beat beat it by like a tenth, and then it was it was great. And then you'd see some people they put way too much power in the car, like oh, yeah. Jason Zarb, where I have never seen a car ride on one wheel for that long before it actually put <laughs> it left and right. It was insane. I'm like, how did that car go that far straight before it actually decided to take a take a turn? it was insane yeah it was literally on
3: the edge of the corner of its tire for about 20 feet not even on the bar just diagonally on one tire it was incredible
2: yeah, it was, boy, man! i had never seen a car do that i'm like wow and he had put a lot of power in it so yeah we had a great time uh everyone was awesome there um there was a bunch of prizes so mclan had donated a bunch of prizes a bunch of t-shirts stickers uh bearing tool so all they did is they put uh raffle tickets in in a bowl like it was it was all everyone got a ticket for their entry fee and pretty much everyone there got a prize and a gift card too from their local hobby shop uh, skycraft hobbies um, they they donate a bunch of uh, gift cards um, the winners of ladder one and two they actually um they won 100 bucks at skycraft as well on top of being in the finals and uh, yeah, it was it was a great, great time. Uh, I'd do it again. Um, it was a little short. We should have maybe stayed on Sunday night because uh, Monday I was just done. I didn't, good thing I didn't have to go to work on Monday because uh, I probably wouldn't have been uh, very, uh, a very nice worker at work, let's say, on the Monday. I didn't do much, yes. I sat on the couch. I tinkered a little bit with my cars just to clean them up after a race day, but that was about it. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm stoked for the next race. I, I don't know when I'm going to be going out to another event, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited.
1: I'd, I'd really like to see the stuff on Saturdays because driving home on Sundays for us is a nightmare. Even though out-of-town stuff is all right when you have Mondays off, but especially local, like, almost everybody works on Monday, so having the stuff on Saturdays is great. Like, lo- local guys in Niagara Falls, it's awesome. They can do their thing on Sunday, go out home and go to bed, but... Having the race on on Saturday is gonna be a lot nicer for everybody. Yeah, that that um, was my um, biggest nights. struggle
0: with getting to going to that one. Really, was I had a new yeah. job to start on Monday and guys, I'm not driving yeah. ten yeah. hours home <laughs> from there to 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 go to work on Monday. I, I want a race, I, I really do, but yeah, Saturday races have to be more. Yeah, more of a private thing. Yeah, which I get. They're not overly easy to make happen either. There's lots of logistical reasons why that's difficult, but. I think future yeah, sure. future going forward. Anytime they want to run a bigger event, try and try and have it on a Saturday with a potential spillover into the Sunday um, for
1: racing, yeah, kind of deal. Um, for, sure, for sure. What about you, Rob? How did your runs go there?
3: Oh, it was good. Like um, the way down was a little bit stressful. I get uh, I get a bit of anxiety sometimes when I go out of town. So the trip down, for whatever reason, I was nervous the whole way. But as soon as we arrived there, it was just like, people! And I was just out <laughs> talking to everybody, just having a blast. And I, I felt good going into it because on Saturday, my car was going down. I, I was, you know, I had a little hard time with the left lane. But once I pulled a bit of power out and added a bit of trim, I could get down. But nothing nothing blazing fast, you know, like low two ones, 2.09s, things like that. And from what i seen, there, there, there was a few guys that are going to run sub to late. Like, like Chuck was running really fast. Um, well, I knew Zarb was fast and Chris, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, basically, the car was running well, and then we got back there Saturday morning. And on my first test hit, I blew a belt on my good tires. So I was like, no big deal. I'll go to my other set. And for the life of me, I couldn't get the car down. So I, it was just go left, go right, you know, pull more power. It, would just, it was just a nightmare. So I managed to uh, win. Well, sorry, when I started out, I drew this young guy, Zach, pretty cool kid. And it was a total pedal fest. Uh, both of us just spanned the whole way down. I think he may have clipped a curb just before the finish line, so I got that one. And then in my second ladder, I drew Zarb. And he also has a rear motor that's really quick and he had, he remembered me mentioning that I wanted to race that car and he brought it out and I was so excited for that race. I had a lot in it. The car actually launched straight, but half track took a hard, right. And I blew up a cone just like disintegrated it. (laughs) And then, uh, and then I had Chris K the same guy that Chuck raced. And, uh, that's the race. I sent you guys the clip where I hit the curb, uh, I don't know if you guys know Brock he was the finish line cameraman and he was at the very end with his toes just to say overhanging the curb and that poor guy had to jump like literally jump out of the way and then my car took about eight feet of air after the the impact and uh, that kind of I looked it over but it wasn't uh, it needed a, a, a lot of work after that point so it was pretty much done but I'd go again, even even with not even having one clean pass, I had a blast, and getting to meet the people was great.
0: Well, that's that that's good because I was interested to kind of hear your your side, Rob, because I know like this is kind of a big deal for you. You've been kind of doing the the at home Sudbury thing and just you know putting in the time and grinding and grinding and grinding. So for you, did you? did you come out with more than you expected to come out? Like as far as like just the interactions and knowledge and the do's and don'ts and new things to try.
3: Yeah, I definitely gained uh, a better uh, appreciation for practicing things like for the unexpected. You can't go to a race just expecting everything to hold up the way you think it's going to go you got to put some time in on those other tires you own and get everything ready because if it can go wrong it's probably going to go wrong
0: And it's funny you bring that up about the tire situation because like i'm at the point now where it's like i can keep using the tires that i have been using at races on my on my car but i really think they're they're due for their they're more of you know when i know i need to go out and test and get a car get it to go a to b those tires will do it kind of deal and and now I need to bet in some new ones, and it's just kind of like, man, I really should have just betted in the new ones at the same time I was doing these, because they would have just been sitting in a bag ready to go, and all the mother effers would have been out of my mouth already. You know, now i got to go out and put, you know, five, eight passes down and hope I don't wadden my car up, which, which brings me into another subject that I want to talk about after we get done this last little bit with everybody here is... What's your, your damage percentage? Like, how much shit have you tore up since starting this <laughs> um, kind of deal? Because I haven't tore up a lot, but I also just started doing this. You guys have been putting in a lot of effort over the last two years doing this. Plus, so I, I'm kind of interested to, to hear what kind of stuff you guys tore, have tore up in testing and racing. On well, listen, I know there's a Yeti bar on my damn Maverick 2.0, <laughs> so I know this guy's tore up a ton of
2: stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know who wins between
1: those two. Those two, they were pretty close.
3: (laughs) Well, how many CJC wheelie bars did I go through? Four? And it's not even anything wrong with the bar. It's just where we used to race, there is these concrete dividers. And I would, at the time, hit the brakes. Car would go backwards, and I would hit this cement pylon at like 60 backwards and just detonate these wheelie bars. <laughs> I I went through a lot.
1: I think I, I think I won number six for my wheelie bars. I think three this year, three last year. So yeah, I know Matt's got one wrecked wheelie bar too. Yeah, but I'm still running it. Yeah, I'm still running it. <laughs> <laughs> mine's in half, so mine's not gonna be done.
2: I'm the same oh, way, man. Matt. I, I got I got a wrecked wheelie bar on my car, but I got a brand new one in the toolbox. I just don't want to change it.
0: I'm gonna put a I'm new ever... one on. I I'll, I'll admit I got a new uh, I got a couple of replacements from Chad there when we were in Wisconsin. So. It's gonna get a new one. I sent Yeti so, some photos of of the body. It's it's not bad yeah, actually. Some, nice. Some nice.
1: stickers on it and a wing. Mm-hmm. So for stuff I've broken, like you said, the uh, when we started off the first, first chassis from PJc uh, for the B6 was called the Whammy. It was my first time touching it. It hit the roof or hit the um, hit the curb. I broke the front right off of it. So. That's how the Yeti bar came into play because we kept I kept no we I kept breaking the uh the front off the chassis. They got through uh, three chassis before we went to the the yeti bar in between, so now when it breaks it snaps that off, change that little piece of carbon and you're good to go. I've gone through two Maverick 2s, one whammy, six wheelie bars, probably thirty sets of arms, two transmissions, one set of bulkheads. That's in two years. Never never mind the hardware. Oh hardware. I don't know when we get started on hardware. I speed Probably bucket full of screws. Oh you know, speed controllers, all oh, I thought we were talking about chassis stuff. <laughs> speed controllers, my DRKs, with me pushing so hard and testing stuff, I've gone through since last year, I think I've gone through six. <laughs> And all of them were my fault. I can't. I should have uh, had my camera ready when
0: you handed the handful of them to to uh, Colin in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of hey, looked, those were like, all mine. What? What are you doing?
1: <laughs> they weren't all mine. Yeah, I know <laughs> but it was still fine. They were mine. It was a big handful. Definitely you, was. You did add?
0: Yeah. One, didn't you add one? At least one more to that pile before you
1: left. Two. One, <laughs> one was my gearing was messed up, and then one my transmission bearing let go and just overamp the crap out of the oh yeah DLC i remember that so. one that was nasty yeah voltage went down to 4.9 that's that's no good for nobody so.
3: with your luck with speed controllers and chuck's luck with motors you guys would build the worst drag car ever <laughs> this is true <laughs> oh, no
0: no it would be fast as fuck for at least one run and then it'd be just dickered by
3: the end of it
2: no no it's the, the motors i've had they wouldn't even get off the line before they'd stuttered
0: oh <laughs> so it wasn't fun <laughs> quick go up there and kick it the race is already <laughs> over
2: shut up and kick my car <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is though it, it stutters but then it takes off like normal that's the problem i'm having it's like well looks. at first i thought it was a sensor wire i've probably gone through about a dozen of them
0: well if you could time it it'd almost be like a little like two-step little into the lines and
2: rah. Well, it, it breaks the tires loose right away because oh. it thinks it's in the second or third stage by the time that stutter stops.
1: I almost think it's your something to do with your radio, man, just because you have the two motors of the exact same thing.
2: Well, no, the one, the castle oh, motor actually shorted out inside.
1: Oh, really? really okay. Yeah,
2: so how the castle motor is built, uh, the B phase kind of wraps around the C phase to go into the actual stator. Yeah. Well, it's it, it wore off right on, on the actual C phase. C-phase. Like, if you if I move it away, I can put it on a motor analyzer, it runs perfectly. I push it back to where it wants to sit, motor analyzer won't even run it.
1: Oh, hmm. no. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's shorted out. put in something th- in it? Like uh, shrink yeah, tube but, or could you do anything? Yeah. It's not something you want to screw around with, especially, like, if, let's say... That, that's the problem.
0: That, You're at a couple hundred bucks for a Speedo, a couple hundred bucks, you know, hundred bucks plus yeah, on a motor, true. so you're running a $500 gambling ring at this point and it's
1: no,
0: sh- thanks. sure odds bets. You're probably going to blow something up and it's not, listen, yes, it's very comparable to like real drag racing where, you know, some guys that have, you know, purpose built weekend drag cars that they take out to the track, you know, yeah, sometimes they turn the wick up on it and yeah, sometimes they put a rod through the the side of the block, but th- those do those guys aren't doing it every time they go out you know what i mean like yes okay some of us are absolutely but there's lots of guys out there that go out for a year without having to rebuild their their engines and the way i look at it is the motor and the speed control are what our engines are you know what i mean we need both of them to go um and definitely you know I, i when yeah kind of like, you know, when you're rebuilding your engine, you got, like, that one valve that's kind of like, mm, no. Yeah, but the next one, the new ones are going to be in on Monday. Yeah, but we could start it this weekend if we just put... It'd probably be okay, but then Chuck doesn't know that. I don't blame him. I would have been, no, 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 no,
1: Castle. Well, right now, my
2: my my uh, castle motor's a little ornament on my desk right now. It probably is never going to see the light of day, but... If someone needs a rotor, I have a spare rotor. Well
0: there you go. See. There you go. Give it give it a couple of uh, yeah, it'll probably be a hot commodity. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Cause like before well, that castor I had never blown a uh DRK speed controller. And I've been running them for two years now.
0: Let's see, that's I have I've only blown one up, but that's because well yeah. That's what happens when you let Ian put the moon tune in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that man and his tunes, there something. I love
0: Ian. It's like, quick, somebody needs Ian's moon tune. A few minutes later, here it is. That, <laughs> that was me last weekend. That was me yeah. last weekend.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he'll, give, he'll give it to you. He'll tell you. It might yeah. break something, yeah. but he'll give it to you either <laughs> way.
2: So I put that tune in my, my car, but I backed it down just a tad because I knew that was going to be too much. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't run any faster than my regular tune I was running in the brackets that day.
1: <laughs> no, eh? If roads are different, eh? They can they can bite you in your butt real quick.
2: Um, I just think that actually um, it was breaking the tire loose too soon, where oh. the other tunes I was running, it would break the tire loose further down the track. So it wasn't too bad. Gotcha. Yeah, so it was
0: already kind of into it before it would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, the same scenario I ran into in Wisconsin. Just way too much power at the beginning of the run, and it, it, it was stuck. Obviously, because that that car, man. You watch the video; it jumps up. Literally, it goes, yeah, and then pfft, uh, that way.
1: <laughs> a little bit too much on her. A little bit too much. Just, to, just actually talking about that with the uh, after going to the race in Wisconsin. I haven't deal with that prep i talked to a lot of guys that run in prep stuff and there's the a lot of changes to my suspension on my car just for that because it's like you're talking about well we travel a couple more times this year and it's gonna be the same idea of the preps can be pretty sticky so it's kind of nice there actually the gentleman i raced down the nick freeman the uh the one we got stuck for about an hour between races yeah and I yeah, yeah. Him, i said basically stood up there for almost the whole time talking about racing and the prep stuff and everything that, that's and who i lost GFRP to bracket. that's when my car jumped and that's right. hooked that's who i lost to yet yeah. he's he's an awesome guy yeah. super nice guy yeah. i, I yeah. messaged him i said what what do you guys do as gfrp guys to deal with this prep he went over a bunch of stuff and he, he talked about you know setup and wheelie bar heights with like i was talking to rob about and so what about your power and he said the power is is you put as much as you can to get out of the hole and then slow down and speed up as fast as you can all right, I don't understand how the R1 guys do it they're they're mentally fast on their on their stuff they know it pretty well so
0: well, and that's kind of but what yeah. I was messing with right is it seemed to be all weekend I had enough to get it out of the hole and so what I had always worked on was just everything on the big end and that's why I had 2.0 whatevers at 71 almost 72 mile an hour. I'm making yeah. all of my shit on the big end and I, and I know I am, but that's that's how my car was working that weekend. And the yeah. one time where I tried to give it the gusto and the, the it didn't. No bueno. They don't like no. that.
1: So I'll say Nick is fast though, man. Even if you would have got going oh. there, he would have been a good race for you. This guy's man is fast.
0: Oh man, I'm sure I would have got my ass waxed, but it would have been a hell of a race. I feel like if oh, yeah. it, it oh, would have got I mean. off the line, because it was spicier and shit. Oh yeah, for <laughs>
1: sure. But in, in all honesty, losing to Nick is not not a bad thing. He's a fast dude and super nice guy. So hey, I man, no. I, I learn
0: every every time I lo- lose to an opponent. I learned something from it, right? I learned that, yep. okay, I could have done this, could have done that. And it just, it adds it adds to the playbook of things that I can think about the next time I have a race, you know? And and oh, yeah, sure. at a race like that, I'm a numbers guy. So I was looking at numbers. And, like, I remember when I lost to Marcelo, Rick, there, I I was like, man, I've got to go back to my table and find fucking 12-mile-an-hour. Where the fuck am I going to find 12 miles an hour? <laughs> like, that's yeah. not a little bit. That's a lot. And, I, you know, I went over when i realized i had to race him again after winning my my first one at a loser bracket you know i said to him i said i don't know where i'm finding 12 mile an hour but you bet your ass i'm gonna look for it <laughs> you know and i got lucky his car took a took a turn and hit the wall and i moved on to the next one um but man like that's one thing about that like those kind of races you can go back but i like where like the canadian nationals there are no times so yeah. you're you're really playing the road at that point. You're not really worrying about the guy beside you because he's doing the same thing you are. He's gonna try and put as much yeah. power to it as as he can. I think that's a huge, so, huge thing we need to to look at down the road is is like really these big yeah. races need to get rid of the times. Just get rid of it. Don't offer it. Win lose, that's it.
2: It's great as a viewer online perspective, but for being at the track, I like having no time. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, if they it's could cool. find
3: a way on big events to keep the times for the fans, but the racers not know, that would be awesome. You never have There's that because like, the racers
0: have would have their watching. buddies messaging them. What would <laughs> yeah, be cool, yeah. though, is, is to keep all the times until the event's over and then release it.
1: Yeah, That'd they did that cool. once. And I like that idea. It worked yeah. out pretty well. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I like that because then then, you know, you have the ability to go back after your weekend and now really start looking at the data, right? Looking at okay so i did this and that did that and i did this and then i did this I, I i to me i think it would get away with a lot of the people you know being up in arms but hey man look at uh, look at that race that just went on to this this past weekend as well uh in michigan uh i know uh frank and lindsey were there and they were racing seven scale like all-wheel drive foam cars and it was it, it didn't look good for the seven scale guys they they got their uh they got their butts handed to them by these guys like These NPRC cars are... are are
3: fast. (laughs) I never in a million years would have thought they they would have gotten to this
1: level.
0: No, I I did not think they would have what they had for those foam tire cars. I was really like... Six months ago, there's
1: no way. But now, Jesus. Especially those two. Holy man. I'm going to say something that will upset a lot of people,
0: but if you really want to see the cork come off in this whole outlaw thing, let foam tires be ran.
1: I think I think it'd be the same speed of foam tires and rubber tires now, man. But yeah, but then you're gonna
0: you're you're gonna get rid of the you're gonna quell this whole situation that we're having though with people saying, well, you gotta have this tire, you gotta have that tire. You open it up to foam tires, and we see to me we see that they aren't a huge advantage because if they were a huge advantage, those seven scale guys would have whipped ass, in my opinion. So I don't know. I'm a fan uh, of foam well, tires. Uh, we're all gonna know this. I'm gonna try and look and put foam tires on
1: everything. Yeah. So don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think there's. I've been talking to a lot of guys. You know me. I'm. I'm literally on every friggin' NPRC yeah. site that's available. Talked to a lot of guys. A lot of stuff coming out, and they're figuring out a lot of stuff too. Josh Krill started a big thing when he wanted to have tires that were available to everybody. And it seems like that's, that's starting to happen from a lot of people. I think Fudu's uh, gonna have. Oh, they're always gonna have an amazing tire. Let's let's face it. They're gonna have an amazing tire. It's never gonna change. But they've got Swift that's came out that's doing really well. Yeah. Josh's tires are doing very well. Drag works working on the tire. I've seen the video of his stuff today. It's got it's finally got his uh, production molds done. They look amazing. Yeah, there's another couple yeah, other ones coming out. Are it's incredible.
2: exotech yeah. tires are good. Exotech
1: tires are amazing too. I actually yeah. was given a set to try there. They're they're pretty slick too. Like I mean, there's so much more coming out. I think um, with Voodoo not being able or not not being able to or choosing not to release enough for everybody kind of deal, is gonna bite them in the butt with all the stuff that's coming up for everybody else. So, I think we have some equalizers coming. I don't think it's gonna happen this year. I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be honest, but I think we'll see a big change for next year. So, so one thing that I always do, personally, when I'm trying to get a hold
0: of a product that I know it's not hard and like hard to get a hold of, I'm not too proud, man. I will send messages directly to. The owners of the places if it's you know that kind of level um or like to somebody i know on the inside saying listen i'm not looking for special treatment i just need to know who i got to talk to to actually get a set or get this or get that or get whatever so i always suggest that you know what i mean like whether it be the uh is it how do you say it is it cruel or surreal
1: josh uh Cyril. cyril cyril
0: So, like, yeah. you know what I mean? If you're after those, like, he's, uh, he just does a pre-order on his website. But, you know, if you're after don't be afraid to send the guy a message. Say, hey, man, like, well, do you got a personal set you want to sell me? Because I'd love a set, like, immediately. The guy might sell you a personal set. I can't say he's going to, but just as an example, you could do that with Matt Ottman. Send him a message. Hey, bro, what's the skinny well, to get in on your on your voodoo tires? You know, maybe he has some, maybe he'll like you that day and say, hey, bud, I got a set actually kicking in. The, you know, I don't know. I'm making shit up as I go to try and give people hope. But you never know if you don't ask, and that's all I'm trying to get no. at is just ask, poke around. I know I've got the 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 3D FX tires coming. I've got uh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's the thing oh, with that. Now we got uh, now we got the fact now yeah, that Chad down in uh, Oshawa, so we have a direct link for the Cheryl tires right through Canada through CJC.
0: Yeah, I, that's what I did. Right. I had Chad bring me in the front rims because I was a dummy and didn't order those with my my front tires. And yeah. a set of rear, uh, rear
1: tires and, and rims, two sets. But with, yeah, with what you're saying there, I, it. I did that when the, when the the voodoo's first dropped. I actually emailed everybody that, that was had to do with with voodoo, and I was able to buy a large amount of tires for everybody in Ontario. Did a big group buy, and I've been trying since then to do that again. I don't even get a message back. I spent twenty three hundred bucks U S. in tires from them guys. And I don't get a message back at all if I message them. So, I mean, it's all well and good to, like I said, try to message them and bug them and stuff. And I handed them a whole bunch of money and still nothing. So I mean, And they're, they're
0: dope-ass tires. I'm not knocking the product because they are. I'm not knocking either. I ran them I in Oklahoma. They're amazing.
1: I need to be able to practice and use something that I can get a hold of. So, I mean, well, I can't get a hold of them. A lot of other options out there right you now.
0: And that's it. Hey, man, I've been super happy with my reaction blues so far. Like, like super. Right, me too. So, so I got an interesting question for you. Do you think with the uh, the ornate amount of grip that we had, that going to like a reaction like, uh, you know, the, the old school reactions, that were a little harder? Do
1: you yeah, think I think that... in that one, actually, it's funny that we talked about That's what uh, Mark's even talking about yesterday too. The harder tires would have done better in some situations, but the problem is you had to have conditioned them that – like just to say condition to get them a bit scriptier when the prep came off at the end but a harder yeah, I, I remember saying yet.
0: that because he was saying that like I guess with like the got stuck prep at the big end they have a little less was, of the stick than that right, red yeah. monster stuff he was running and I find yeah. that I find the same thing um you know, here here's the reality. I run a concoction, so people are probably gonna say, Matt, you're an effing idiot. But listen, my shit works. <laughs> I'm happy with it. My car my car's been getting down. Yeti's seen it. These guys have seen it. So I just keep doing what I'm doing until it starts becoming a problem. Then I reevaluate it. So anyway, I've got a bunch of reaction time 1.7 smoked, um, and I literally put a layer of that on before I put any prep, whether it be got stuck, which I ran in Oklahoma because that was a suggestion from Todd. and that's what I'm assuming he probably was using on those Voodoos. Uh, but when I came home, I tried it on the reactions. Now, again, they weren't broken in, right? So I knew those first, you know, couple of hits were going to be a bit disastrous. But then when I went and hung out with Yeti, he handed me some Got Launch Stage 2, and it it, it stuck. just as just, <laughs> Well, but you know what I mean? Like it, it, I don't want to say it, it stuck better because I don't know if I would necessarily have the data to... To agree with that but what I found is by switching to the got launch from the got stuck my car was more predictable behaved a little differently for me um, and I stuck to that program when I got to Wisconsin the, the same thing and trust me yet it gives me this look every time I go to prep my tires with like you're really gonna fucking do that again dude <laughs> like <laughs> but it's working man and, and, and of course I bought 32 ounces of smoked 17, so that shit's gotta work for thirty-two ounces at least <laughs> until it's gone, okay? <laughs> but, um, but th- that's kind of been my my sauce game because I know a lot of people talk about it. I have different methods. I usually use the hot bands to get the whole tire hot uh, before I put the one seven on it, and then usually I switch over to the heat gun for the flash, and then yeah. the, the 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 got the got launch. I'm I mean, super happy. with the so our far.
1: steps there now too. That's what we all do up here in Ontario. <laughs> Just keep that I've been, tire hot because it gets cold here so friggin' fast. Yeah,
0: now, now, I did have a few conversations there with Brian, and he even posted it at one point uh, with the hot bands that at these bigger races, like a lot of guys, I was looking for a three-cell, right? Don't need a three-cell. If you run a two-cell on it, the actual heat that comes out of them will keep the tire warm, not not super yeah. hot, blistering hot, where it's like, you know, we all know we've walked away from our pit table, left the hot bands on, and come back and went, oh, Shit you know, and then kind of had to stand there 15 minutes as your tires cool off enough to do anything with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know what I mean? So that's yeah, kind sure. of one of those, those gimmicks. I think, you know, if we got to wait in another really long line, uh, I clean my hot bands after every race, but when I go to those races, I won't lie to you. I usually put sauce in the band.
1: So that way it's, yeah. it's in it. I don't know. I'm so used to the, the heat gun now, the way that that works at the big races there. I I can't switch back now. I heat the tire. I put my, uh, I condition it, put my heat bands on, put my prep on the first couple layers. Well, first layer, then I flash. My second layer, I don't flash until I'm at the line. That's when I flash, so it's good and set right before I put my car down. That seems to work really well for me. And I'm I'm with Got Launched, so luckily with those guys, they have three different, well, four different types of prep. So stage one, two, three, and then pro launch. So, I mean, I know everybody says there's not one type of prep, for every road and I 100% agree I think a lot but, of time but, but he, really he's it. hooked up
0: with a company that offers enough different preps for different kinds of roads so uh, oh, stick it. that in your pipe that's and it. smoke it I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run my got launch stage uh, 4.5 with a little bit of the 2.1 twist on it well, what's that well, I can't tell you it's all secret yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, I, I sometimes I <laughs> risk already. one half ratios
4: as well <laughs> nah. don't
1: give our secrets away Rob <laughs>
0: Oh. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell everybody you take the last third of every bottle and mix it together. And that's like the.
1: <laughs>
2: so, My so, mystery.
0: so I, I got to bring this up because I'm sure Scott's probably going to, going to listen to this show and it, because we're talking about sauce is the biggest reason why I'm going to bring it up is, um, as many of you guys may know, you know, Yeti and I have talked about it. The plan is of course, to be going to King of the Smokies to at the end of October in, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. And in doing that, um, I'm going to be staying with Scott Glasscock and believe it or not, Bob Hamilton, his wife and Scott's wife, were all doing an Airbnb. So we were kind of in this group chat talking and, uh, hang on, I got to find it. Cause you, you guys will laugh about this because, you know, we all know everybody's got a sauce company. Everybody's making <laughs>
1: pretty much.
0: I'm not, and I'm not taking shots at anybody guys. Come on. This is actually quite funny. So I was trying to say to Scott, Hey Scott, you know, we got, you, you got to get in on this whole, like, uh, yeah you know, Saski and, and listen, if anybody that's, I know, anyway, plug (laughs) plug your kids ears if they're little. Okay. Because, um, this might offend a few people or, or leave mouths on the floor. But anyway, I said to Scott, Hey Scott, you want to make tire prep? We can call it cock sauce. And we can have different, three different kinds. We can have slick stick and stuck. (laughs) and i guess you could have a fourth you (laughs) could have a cleaner you know clean up your mess
3: (laughs) it'll help you pull out (laughs) i don't
0: know so apparently scott too is going to bring his uh leather jacket that has the uh the 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 rooster in like a cocktail glass and he's going to let me wear it for a run so i cannot freaking wait for that it's going to be great in all honesty i want to get a photo of it and i think i'm going to get a tattoo of it and a bunch of stickers made and I'm just gonna steal. Nice. I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna become uh, Scott's unwanted, unadopted son. I just, <laughs> I just want my last name to be Glasscock. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, you'd use that to your advantage to everything. everything. Hi, hi. My name's uh, Matt Cock. I mean uh, Glasscock. Matt Glasscock. How's it going? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, moving along. So yeah. So the whole sauce thing. Yes. Um, got launch. Um, get, can you? Can, Yeti, can you clarify this for me? Because I know there was some some really shady stuff that went on. Complaint, et cetera, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. What is the deal for Canadians that want Got Launch? Are they still reaching out to Ken? Is that still
1: the deal? Yeah. So what's happening right now until everything gets sorted completely? I don't want to get into everything.
0: Yeah, no, just like to, Cliff Notes so yeah. people know what to do right now.
1: Yeah, so right now Got Launch has not sold any stores in Canada. If you want to get a hold of Got Launch, which I highly recommend, get hold of Ken DeLine. He's all over Facebook as well. You'll find him. Uh, message him directly, and he will let you know the path to take to get Got Launch. So that's okay. definitely the way to go, and that's he's a really good to deal with for that sort of stuff. So
0: I, I just wanted to clarify because I couldn't, like I I seen the post where it's saying you can't, it's not available in Canada anymore. But you know, I know all of us in right now, in this we're all running Got Launch and. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you would have sent me a message saying, "Bro, we're we're in fucking trouble. We can't get got launch right now," uh, and he didn't. No, so it, that's why I was just like, it, it, "I know something's obviously up, and things have to be done, um, etc., yeah. etc." Cetera, et cetera.
1: But for now, it's just directly from him, non retailers. That's going to be the best way to go, and that okay. he's like I said, he's quick to get back to you, and he ships all over. He'll ship anywhere. Yep,
0: yeah, reach out to Ken. And then. he's
1: in Ontario, so he can ship anywhere in Canada, and it's not going to cost you a million dollars. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad at all. No, not at all. At all. Wow.
0: Well, boys, we we've made it through most of a show. Now, before I do wrap things up, um, you know, I've I've been trying to do my thing again, where I get online and I kind of look some stuff up and check some things up. So, of course, you know, like I said before at the beginning of the show, Roar Nationals are this weekend. Uh, if you're a bit into off road racing, want to check it out, go check it out. I suggest it. Sometimes the racing gets pretty uh, pretty intense um, for toy cars. Let's be honest. Um, but I was on the Associated website, as I usually am, pretty much on a, a, a daily basis. Uh, you know, for what reason? I, I don't know. I pretty much know everything on there. I think it's just because I like staring at the things that I want to buy. Oh, man, that Hoonikin car.
1: Man. All right.
0: But I noticed that um, Associated has posted some new videos that are available on YouTube. They're a whole video series on the dr 10 and the latest one that covers gearing um basically explain to you what to do with your gearing on your dr10 to get a little more speed out of it uh check it out it's well worth a watch especially if you're fairly new into the hobby and you're not really aware or, or you know keen on understanding gearing it's a super straight a simple straightforward video well worth checking out and uh I, I that's pretty much all i got i'm trying to think if i'm missing anything that i really needed to mention nope not nothing Nope, i got i got nothing
1: no, well, I got. Uh, I'm going to be going to Ohio on September 17th.
0: Oh yeah, you're going to do know, that stuff. I know a bunch cool of guys stuff. going,
1: so bunch of jerks. Look forward to meeting a lot of people that are up in the uh, up this A and a little bit closer, and then seeing all the all the bigger guys from uh, down south coming up. I know Frank Albrecht, and Lindsey May will be there, and I know most of the Arizona guys are coming up. I know for sure Mark's coming. He was talking about it, so it's going to be a fun little race you. That track is fast, as Chuck knows. He was there running it, so. It's going to be cool to see, and like I said, all these new 4-poles coming out now, and I was going to have all the new motors when they get up there, so it's going to be fun to watch that. I, I can't wait. I'm interested to see the feedback from
0: you when you uh, when you get down there and get racing, <clears throat> kind of the data that you collect
1: while you're there. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty excited for that. It's going to be very... It's going to be... It's a very stuck track, too, so uh, with all the change that I've done with the, the Maverick here, I'm going to be able to give you I'm sure, a bunch of information them that, too, so it'll be good. Mint.
3: And going to that race, you might be there in person for the first ever hundred mile an hour pass.
1: That's a good That'll possibility. A at. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of excited for too. There, those guys are fast. They're fast, fast, fast. So it's gonna really be good to see.
2: So I've been there. Uh, that track will be able to support a hundred mile an hour because there's about five hundred feet of shut down too. So oh yeah, they that's a big they, thing. they can run the cars out like insanely far. It's awesome. The only thing that's scary is we'll see when you get there is the tracks narrow. It's probably 16 feet wide total. Yeah. And it's got four inch curbs on each side.
1: Yeah.
0: Cur- I'm lucky now. I figured suck. out my
1: car going straight. So
0: the, the curbs suck. I don't mind narrow tracks. Cause I feel like that, that's the whole, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. You know, having a wider lane means that there's a good, a better possibility of everybody getting up and down the track. i a hundred percent. I've been a beneficial benefactor of having wide lanes many a times. So I'm, I'm not knocking them, but I love the idea of a narrow drag track like that, because then it's like now, now it's like now you're putting your pants on and doing up your boots and going, okay. Okay. I'm, hey, I'm checkers of records, baby. Let's go. <laughs>
2: The thing is with that track, the traction is, is so good that even as long as you got your car set up properly to actually drive down that track with no power and it goes straight, it'll probably go straight with more power in it because it's, yeah, it's nice and nice and grippy.
1: Perfect.
0: I just got to remember my chassis right now is set up for a whole bunch of power and I got to remember to reverse that and take, when I take power out of it to go back to Otherwise, it's going to do stupid things, and I'm going to sit there scratching my head for an hour. The problem is, I yep. don't want to do it before I go out because I I'm bad. I don't know if anybody else does this, but as it, maybe I'm walking up to the line, and I remember that I changed the tune a bit. Oh, I didn't do that. So I literally will, you know, look at my shock collar and go, <laughs> "Yeah, okay, that's enough." You know what you know what I mean? Like, so my thing is, I'll forget that for some reason, and maybe start dicking around with things and completely mess it up even worse. So I tend to not really, unless I'm rebuilding the car, and when I rebuild the car everything just gets the 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 calipers out and every collar gets low enough to make sure the spring don't don't move and that's where it gets set to 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 start when i rebuild right Right. so but yeah i i don't know what what, chuck what's your next race man are you going racing anymore what are you doing
2: i don't have anything planned uh just because the way my work schedule is going I only get two weekends off a month same as yeti right and we're kind of like opposite we only get one week one weekend a month that yeti and i are off at the same time
0: <laughs> well, kind so
2: of- um right now uh i don't have any i don't have anything planned um but um we'll see what happens because uh i have like a fa- family trip uh end of october we're supposed to go to florida so maybe I'll convince my wife that I got to pack my drag car with me.
0: I feel like you're going to be Get driving up. right on by almost, man. Like you got to swing in yeah. and do some
2: racing to Knoxville or something. We're, we're, we're flying, but. Uh, oh,
0: well, you I'm, can rent a car I'm and drive hoping.
2: up. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. Could be. Yeah, right now I don't have anything planned. I almost. I The worst thing is I do have the weekend off too for that Knoxville race. The king of the smokies, and we were supposed to go to Florida um, end of September instead. But um, my little nephew's passport won't be in till two days after we're supposed to leave in September, so that means we had to go in the end of October.
0: Oh, dang,
2: it's okay, it's gonna be a great time because my nephew is only like one, so he's kind of like it's in the fun stage, like you know, crawling around, and so
1: yeah, it should be fun.
0: Oh, you mean the stage of, oh, I think he's yours.
1: Yeah, I, I can smell that,
0: but I'm not changing. Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Bye.
2: Yeah, me and the wife will have a fun time just uh, keeping him busy, so <laughs> should be good. Right on. But I got to go, guys. I'm just getting a call right now.
0: All right. Well, all right. Chuck, have fun. Bye, right, buddy. I'll
2: see you later. Yeah.
0: Don't worry. We'll thank all your sponsors for you. We know them. We're, we're
1: Oh yes he's answering look oh, at him he's doing his. he's doing, his, yeah, he's he's doing his job he's jobbing yeah. right now that's that's the important when you actually have to start talking on the mic that's where it gets important <laughs>
3: <laughs> did you guys happen to catch the video that foster posted previewing the venue yes. for yes. king of the smokies yes of course that looks that that looks interesting
1: yeah it's gonna be awesome man i'm looking forward to that race too That that's the last race for me for the year my car will probably end up getting put away after that race there but just because it's gonna be cold when I come back, I know for a fact. So, yeah, yeah we looked at awesome. the
0: extended forecast. The average temperature is like 20, 21 degrees that time of the year down there. So it should be nice. Perfect, especially for us that are used to running in the cooler weather. Excited for that, right? So, so that after that race, I'm actually if if the CJC 2.0 Maverick makes it without being destroyed, um, the goal is is gonna be having everybody sign it while we're in uh in in tennessee at at not at the knoxville race and when i get home from that race uh it's going to become a display car and i'm going to have to build another one to replace it as a race car for the next season because if i can make it through the season without destroying it well even if i do i'm probably not going to get rid of it but you know what i'm saying it's just yeah it's it's an ode to my first and it you know it went to a couple of big races and you know it's it's got some stickers on it from John Schultz. It's it's just it's seen a lot of races yeah, with everybody, exactly. and I think it's a, an ode to the car, and and you know what I mean, to CJC, because it was my well, first.
1: I'll let you know that uh, maybe for next year, CJC will have something a little bit different. I know uh, we're working on something as a group to be able to compete with some of these newer, wider cars, so that's something else for you next year. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm going to be
0: all ears for it, I'll tell you what. So Rob, well, what sure about you? Are you are you planning to do any more traveling for racing, or is it going to just be mostly trying to stay around home? Because I need to get my ass to Sudbury to race with you guys. I gotta hurt somebody. I may stealing. try
3: to go down to one more, depending on on timeline. But for now, I really I'm I'm really chasing that. I know we really shouldn't chase GNS numbers, but I am so close to my first one nine GNSs, so and cool. that's pretty much what I'm focusing on right now at the the very moment.
0: I don't think I actually have have a one-anything sub do it. Not on GNSS? No. Like I said, if Yeti disappears from social media and I can't get him anymore, I got nobody to vouch for my 191. (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) Maybe if I'm lucky, Greg Bridgewater will be like, yeah, I remember seeing it, and he'll just do it because he's doing me a solid and he was sitting behind the (laughs) computer. But... no I, I don't blame you man i hope you get it and uh, i'm in, i'm on that boat with you dude i'm gonna put this four pole uh in my car and and i'm really really gonna hope to to get this thing sub sub two my my biggest here's my biggest problem with with going to tennessee is i know how good my cjc car is right now with three pole in it you know what i mean like i know for that bracket class if i leave it that way it's going to be a solid competitor Or do I throw a wrench at it, you know, and pull out what I know works in it and throw something else in it? Or do I do what I have, which is I have another car here I haven't built yet and just put the four-pole in it and, you know what I mean? I I don't know what to do. I I don't know. So anybody listening, if you have suggestions for me on what to do, let me know. I need to hear about them, but hopefully by the end of the weekend because I need to decide by the time I get these motors as to, to where and what to do, you know? Like, I just don't... I don't know. I'm torn because I I really feel like I I well I shouldn't say feel like I know the CJC car definitely has way more in it. You know what I mean? It's not. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's not limited by any stretch of the imagination. It's just. You know what I'm saying? What what do I what do I do? So I'm gonna leave you guys with that pondering, to let me know what you think I should do. I know Yeti's giving me that look like you know what you need to do, dickhead is put the four pole yeah. in there and just shut the fuck up. But anyway I digress
3: no, I I saw uh down in Niagara Chuck Taylor had, had a CJC chassis with the castle ESC and I believe the teak and four pole and let me tell you that car was putting in work it she was just straight as an arrow and fast
0: oh yeah Chuck Taylor he knows what he's doing uh, don't don't yeah. don't kid yourself that man he he knows how to make cargo he yep for sure He does. I like I like talking to Chuck every time we go racing and stuff like that. Him and I usually get a good uh, solid chat in, and he's a cool dude. One of my faves.
3: Yeah, we get along well. Yeah,
0: he's he's definitely. It was funny
3: because he had prep for sale, and uh, I got to the race, and he's like, "Oh, it's you. Oh, okay." And all of a sudden, what was supposed to be two bottles turned into I think four (laughs) for the same price, and now now I'm good
0: for prep that's kind of what i did like when you look at how much prep i have you would be like what the hell is this peckerhead doing with i'm prepared man i can't run out i'm a procrastinator so you know what happens right i run out and i wait a week after i ran out before i order more at least with this i'm gonna get into that last jug of stuff and be like hmm next week if i send a message for more i won't be out yet perfect (laughs) but i think we should wrap it up let you guys get back to your lives to your rc hobby whatever you're doing uh in closing of course i want to remind everybody have fun first and foremost have fun i don't care what you're doing drag racing bashing off road on road whatever you're doing make it fun that's the whole point of hobbies i don't know if you guys know that or not but any hobby whether it's rc any have fun with it if it's miserable try a different hobby for a bit come back we'll still be here i promise I don't know what we'll be doing at that time. I can't guarantee the RC hobby would be anything as you know it right now. If you go away for a week or two, it could be completely different. We could totally be going back to nitro engines by next week. I don't know. Doubt it. But I'm just saying, the life can change that quickly.
1: Um, <laughs> Yeti, what do you got in closing, buddy? Uh, I don't know, man. I just get out there and test. Test, and like I said, have fun. Don't chase GNS numbers. Chase the roads you're on. That That's about it, man. Uh, well, well if you know the
0: road, road you're on can handle it, you know what I mean? Then, yeah, give her down. Chase, chase that GNSS. Yeah, yeah. But we've seen lots of them basically say the same mile an hour, but faster times, slower times. Yeah. Um, so,
3: take He's a only saying that because he has the record for our spot. <laughs> He's like, no, Rob, don't chase the GNSS numbers. <laughs> what, what's the record for the spot? 200, two flat. Where's this at? Maslach. Hmm. When are we going there next?
1: Nah, <laughs> Whatever you come down, hey, man.
0: If I, you yep. know, I'm going I should go easy before I know it. I'm gonna be like, hey, you ready to record? You're blocked on what? What the fuck? One
1: <laughs> well, one thing I do <laughs> want to say. One thing, one thing I want to do want to say is, especially for the guys in in Canada and Ontario, especially, we're we're not as fast as the guys in the states. These guys run in one five. They have time to practice. They have the tracks that are all over the place that are prepped. That are running. Don't worry about these great big numbers. Just worry about, like you said, having fun, racing the road. Whatever your local track is, whatever the times are there, that's what you have to worry about. Nothing else online. That's that's one big thing. The roads up here suck. It's so much different than the roads down in the States. Different kind of asphalt, different kind of well, we don't even have concrete here. No. They're, they're made differently down there, man. It's totally different. So.
3: Well just look at what happened with Ken. He came up to run. And our roads aren't the best and he completely destroyed his car.
1: Yeah. That wasn't you know, like his fourth pass. He was starting to put power in and just let go. Wasn't used to what we had up here. So I mean for me, I'm I'm proud. I'm proud as hell to say I ran in a 200 2-0, up here because that's that's a fast pass for the roads up here, man. I'm sure the guys yeah, it's half a tenth faster
3: than anybody else.
1: Yeah. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm pretty happy about it. right on I like it
0: <laughs> hey man you're not wrong though that's the thing like I, I that day we went out and testing I was happy to have a 24 but like yeah. I hadn't ran on any of that stuff with you guys yet and that's my that was like my first real at home like you know going out and testing with more than just myself dicking around you know what I mean so yeah I'm I'm happy yeah. with it although with the things that I've learned now and I know that you know because you guys have talked how good Maslak is it's definitely once you get a place that's got like 15 20 hits on it it comes around like that day we went up to the church man what i think we put in like by our sixth or seventh hit we were just we were yeah, already having a ton of, of of line grip you know what i mean so
1: yeah oh for sure my had a good patch now too so
0: i like it well i'm gonna definitely have to try and make some arrangements to make it way down there on a weekend
1: definitely man. chop
0: it up with you guys and upset somebody Hopefully not Yeti again. Oh, <laughs> well, you do? You do? I'm not going to be too worried about it, my friend. It'll just—he'll just, like he'll just be out there more fun. often trying to beat it again. Like, oh yeah, Matt. Well, <laughs> you, <laughs> you got to spend 150 dollars in fuel to come beat me, bitch. I just got to drive around the block. <laughs> oh look, he's back at work. What know. Oh, his, <laughs> oh yeah. He's, he's telling us to shh. Well, wear headphones, man. You can't tell me to shh. You know who you're talking to right now. <laughs> All right,
1: was, well, uh, what's happened? I was going to say I was going to thank some people there, too, if that's all right with oh, you. Oh, yeah,
0: give her down. That's what, I, that's what I was just about to get into. Look at you go.
1: I'll go first this time. Yes, yes. So you're I, <laughs> I want to thank McClan, with uh, with everything. They've helped me out so much. Uh, coming back from Wisconsin, like I said, I did damage a couple of ESCs, which uh, I'll be honest, it uh, put me down for a bit, maybe like down mentally down. So it's nice to have those guys reach out to me and you know say, keep your head up and keep trying and they'll come around. And you know what, the last couple of weeks or last week there, I put some of my fastest 60 foot times down I've ever done. So for sure having them on board with me has been awesome. And I know Chuck and you Matt are all with us there. Rob's the only different guy. <laughs> uh, Ken and AJ from Got, uh, Got Launch helping me out quite a bit, uh, the different preps and everything. Uh, MKS, making sure I stay straight no matter how much I beat the frigging things up I have two servos and without even trying I've beaten the living crap out of them and I can't, they just keep me straight as an arrow and I love it So, uh, of course Chad with CJC and always paying attention to what we need and having stuff in stock when we break something like our wheelie bars uh, like I said he's working on something, not him all of us as a whole group are working on something different for moving forward so it's been kind of cool to see that coming out yeah, So, yeah, I'd like to say them. And then, again, I want to say thank you to Nick Freeman for uh, taking his time out of his day to uh, talk to me and show me some different pointers and point me in a different direction with my suspension. So it meant a lot to me for him, you know, not even being anywhere close to us or a completely different team, different RS, or different uh, ESC and everything, and still took the time to help me out. So I really appreciated that.
0: That definitely speaks to the hobby right there. That's 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 right. at the end of the day what it's all about. It doesn't matter what you're you're running. You know he's willing to give you as much advice and as much information as he can that that you can use in your toolbox and things to use. And I'll oh, I'll, sure, sure. I'll definitely re- reiterate some of the the thank yous that that Yeti just there. Of course McLan, MKS, uh, Maxams, Team Associated, CowRC. Those are just a few of the manufacturers that have been awesome enough to hop on board and support me in this awesome adventure in RC and for that I'm forever forever grateful if it all come to an end tomorrow um, I never expected anything from it so I I feel like I leave with a whole lot more Um, but I hopefully gave enough back to the community uh, while I was doing it to to make it worthwhile Um, and that's kind of why I like doing these with these shows you know we get to talk we get to chat about the hobby we like so much of course coming up we are definitely going to be trying to get more interviews going uh, so of course, you know guys like John Schultz are going to have come on. Not not does he does his own videos and everything like that, but John is uh, a definite huge proponent to to the NPRC movement, um, and he's always got something interesting to say. We'll definitely also try and line up some other uh, interviews with some other bigger NPRC uh, racers. Um, if there's some off-road people that you want to hear from or manufacturers you want to hear from, of course, reach out. Let us know. Um, I'm definitely up to have pretty much anybody on. Um, If you're new to hearing this episode and you haven't heard some of our previous ones, go back and check them out. They're all on Podbean. Um, Some are better than others. Uh, Some are amazing. Uh, Some will allow you to waste four hours of your life and wonder at the end of it what the hell you were doing. Um, (laughs) But I promise you'll laugh at some point in there. I promise. At one point, you'll laugh. And if not, um, I don't know, record the whole thing with you not laughing and we'll figure something out. I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll sign sign an RC car and send it to you. I don't know how big it's going to be. It might be a 24 scale. Who knows? But anyway, that's it for me. Thank you very much, uh, Yeti, of course, for joining me for, for this episode. Rob, thank you for coming on. And, of course, Chuck had to go back to work. But thank you, okay. Chuck, for joining us tonight. And uh, that's it. That's all. We're out of here. Have yourselves a good night. And uh, we'll talk to yeah. you
4: soon. Peace. Peace. Feel it. Who the fuck are you? Tough as shit, you can test my grit. I'm a big bad man. Oh, say- don't say shit. I can fuck your bitch. I'm a big bad man. Fuck your the pigs. They can suck my dick. I'm a big bad man. And I'm starving. Give me some. Give me some. Give me some. Action. Bang, bang. I can't be fucking starved. Fucking starved. Bang, bang. I can't be fucking starved. Fucking starved. Bang, bang. I can't be fucking starved. Fucking starved. La 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 la. If I'm an animal, I'll take what I want I'm a dodgy-looking cunt, I'm dangerous, go find out I'm predictable, I'll take the safety off of my gun Like, no safety net, let's see how close I fly to the sun Say I'm impolite, then I'm so quick to fight, bitch Sue me. Say one of these days, it'll catch up to me, bitch <laughs> police. If you so scared, go to church, or maybe call the police Who the, the fuck Tough as shit, you can test my grit, I'm a big, bad man Don't say shit, I can fuck your bitch, I'm a big, bad man Fuck your the pigs, they can suck my dick, I'm a big, bad man And I'm starving Give me some, give me some, give me some Action I can't be fucking stopped. I can't be fucking stopped. I can't be fucking stopped. Fucking stopped. I can't be fucking stopped, fucking stopped. I stepped through the door that I came with a crew with me. I already know that the lames over there, price ain't in the crew with me. Uh, I already know that a fight in the back got ain't nothing to do with me. Let's figure this out. Yeah. How close can I fly to the sun? Mm. Got a, a better of bed and started thinking to myself I'm about to grab an alligator, gonna kill the motherfucker, make her check it out. The Your mother, then I'll fuck it like in jail Fuck it like a jail, over Chippendale Pale ale, sip it now Rip it down, rip it down, Riverdale Unstoppable object, announcing a a bomb threat Broadcasting life from the projects Tough as shit, you can test my grit I'm a big bad man Don't say shit, I can fuck your bitch I'm a big bad man Fuck the pigs, they can suck my dick I'm a big bad man And I'm starving Give me some, give me some, give me some Action I can't be fucking starved I can't be fucking star. I can't be fucking star. Uh, kill, kill. I got no chill. Hump was a keep it, real. Kill, boy, kill. Boy. I got no chill. Hump was a keep it, Bill. Kill, you puck, kill. Point, I got no chill. Hump was a keep it, Bill. Kill, boy, I no it real. You both, kill, boy, kill. I got no chill. Still